0: here we go. Hello, everyone. Thank you guys so much for joining me. I am with the amazing Maxine Drake. She will be a speaker at our Esthetician Summit 2023, right here in Plano, Texas. And Maxine and I have a very interesting relationship. We'll probably expand on that when we're both on stage together and talk a little bit more about that. But um, I started supporting her event before I even met her, met her. So... We have a very interesting and loving relationship, but I know you guys aren't here to hear all of that. She is amazing aesthetic business coach. And we're going to deep dive into that because I do find that a lot of estheticians don't understand how they need one and what the vantage point of us having one and why it's, it's not when you're great and busy. It's the lead up and the ramp up that you actually need one. So Maxine, you can take it away. I don't think anyone really knows that you, you're a massage
1: and uh, esthetician. I don't think folks know that, you know, yeah. I started off as a massage therapist doing a mobile spa. I say that because it wasn't really coined that term back then. We just got out our Rand McNally book and yeah. Thomas guide. Uh, Yeah. I had the Rand McNally and I had, uh, you know, and printed it all out and, no, I mean, but that's what we did in the 80s. Come on, you know, it's like I I said to my niece, you know, at dinner, I'm like, do you get annoyed when like older people are like, oh, well, back in the day we did this, you know, right? it's like, but, it, but there is truth to that. But the thing is, is we didn't really think it was like work. We're looking back now. We're like, wow, look what yes. we did yes. with limited resources. And we made it work. You got lost. You pulled over, you found a phone booth, you called and you're like, I'm lost you know, and that's it. Yeah. So yeah, I did. I carried my massage table around LA and the, and, uh, in, in and out of the Valley. And I lived at sunset in La Brea and, uh, yep. I had to wiggle that thing. I'd probably kill myself now getting that thing in the back seat Cause I didn't have a hatch and I had a small car and, you know, all of that, but yeah, that's how I started. And then, uh, and then I got into aesthetics, uh, in 2000.
0: Wow. Mm Yeah.
1: Wow. I did. I did. Look at you.
0: So, talk to us. I got
1: to go to my questions now. Okay, you go to your questions. Let's go. Why do estheticians? What I do want to say, people do want to know the personal stuff. They do. So we we can save that for you know our summit. We can save that for our summit.
0: (laughs) See, it's so cute. Her summit is in March. That I'm going to. And then she's coming to Dallas to Texas to come and be in my summit. So we always joke with each other, like our summits, (laughs) So we're doing our summits, which is so fun. It's absolutely fun. Okay. What do we Um, got? Yes. Okay. Why do estheticians need an aesthetic
1: business coach? Why do, why do they need one? Wow. It, you know, that is a really loaded question, but it's really simple. It's a really a simple answer. Okay. I think that, you know, if we read the book like the E Myth and we have an understanding of what yes. it's like to, um, be in the business like we work for someone or we're in it and then we're like oh I want to have my own and it which is great I love working with ambitious people I love working with big dreamers um and people that take action except when we get into the business part of it all of a sudden we forget like we you know I was working with an owner who was a very successful manager of for someone else and then she opened her own she goes what happened to me oh I, I I should know this except now that I'm in it now it's mine and I need direction I need I need structure I need accountability I need um I need help with the focus. I need to know what to work on now and then what to work on next. Isn't that interesting? Wow. Mm-hmm. And so I would say, you know, you need a coach. Well, first of all, every industry has coaches. Yes. Um. All athletes have coaches. Yes. They wouldn't yes. even think about not having a coach. And I, I know that could seem different at first, when you're first hearing this, but it's not really different. No. Um, Every industry has coaches and mentors, the legal from legal uh, down to whatever. I mean, you know, whatever. So I don't know why we have a hang up of um, why we need it in our industry, but but we do.
0: I think you're good about that hang up because I think that's the problem is that (laughs) And I'm going to step on some toes, but it'll be all right. You want a quick shortcut. We don't want to do the work. Let's go to YouTube University and just watch it. Let's go to social media and watch it instead of taking a class, instead of doing all these things. And I think when you have people, and I'll give an example to myself, I've been very open. You're very open. We've always said we've never scaled without someone coaching us to that scale. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And people don't, they don't listen to that. They just look at once you get to where you are. But -hmm. when I say I didn't get to these figures on my own, that didn't happen on my own. I wasn't looking at people in groups. I didn't get that from YouTube. I didn't get that from social media. Like I actually sat down with the coach and let her just tear me up. And open my books and, and, and go through my emails and tell me to pull these apps out of my phone and gave me a planner where I had to plan out everything. Like it didn't happen because I woke up one day or, you know, I just manifested it all without any guide. And I think the guiding part is what we miss. We just see the people that are doing well. And we're just like, Oh God, they did it on their
1: own. Never. It doesn't happen. Right. Or they think they did it quickly because you hit something, you hit something right there. I don't know what it is about. We're just in such a hurry to build. Yeah. And it, it takes a good, I mean, you know, I mean, if I'm really honest, when I started out, I mean, yes, I had some traction within the first nine months, but I had a really winning mindset. I'm, I'm going to pat myself on the back for that, Stephanie, because I was approaching cold strangers face to face and people have a hard time doing cold stuff on social media I'm like that's easy oh that's easy compared to you know uh how I built and went up to complete strangers which I just had to get over that fear of approaching people and inviting them up to the spa so I I would say that wait you can't
0: go through that and not elaborate what do you (laughs) mean you went up to strangers.
1: So, okay. So my, my coach, so I have a coach, um, says I don't tell my story enough. So this is good. So the, uh, so when I first started, we all start with zero clients when we get out of school, unless you yeah. go work for someone, you're just handed a book, which hardly ever happens. Never. Okay. Right. So I, I, I started in a department store at a corporate, you know, spa within in a department store. And, um, you know, and I said to my manager, um, can I go down to the cosmetic counters where all the Clarins and Estee Lauder and all that were? And can I go, uh, you know, can I go invite people up for a free brow wax? So she approved it. But before I did that, I had to go down and um, make friends with all the girls at the cosmetic counters because I didn't want them to think that I was like, like yeah stealing their clients and pull away from sale I knew the quotas they had to make so it was it's it's a lot and so um so I would watch these women you know looking at stuff and and just go up to them and I do remember the fear and I do remember um you know, just having to get, get over that. Cause I was just on a mission to build my book of business. I had a brand new home. I had a mortgage and you know, all those things, those reasons why that pull you to take action. Right. And so, um, I'd be like, hi, uh, you know, would you like to come up to the spa for a free brow wax? And they're like, oh, um, I didn't even know there was a spa. I'm like, yeah, that was, was, and that was part of my problem. I'm like up the escalator, we go around juniors is the entrance to the spa. So I would invite people into the spa. And anytime (laughs) I had downtime or there was a, a gap in my book, I was down there inviting people up. And so how did that, how did you take
0: from there to when you opened your own, you kept doing that?
1: You know, I, you know, yes. Uh, so that was, then that story was very easy to coach my own team to step oh. out of their own comfort zone and, and to do things. So I had them go to like malls and it was like a close mall. I know. I'm like, oh, you're sitting in the break room crying. Cause you just had to, uh, you know, cancel no shows. Oh, yeah. Right. Or whatever. And so like, no, 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 we're going to take action. So they knew there, that there was no whining about you know cancellation there was like doing like we it, you know if we want some change to happen to our schedule to our mm-hmm. our our business as we're building we got to take action and so they knew and we had things printed up for them but you know or they were getting on the phone so if they were sitting in the break room I'm like oh and they're like you know, so they'd get on the phone and start running reports and seeing who hasn't been in to see them. Mm -hmm. So then they just got trained to just know that they're not sitting in the break room crying, you know, And but it was good because, you know, I, I mean, I practiced the same thing. So I would never expect anything from my team that I didn't have, didn't do previously or didn't join them or coach them how to make these calls, you know, because it's, it can feel a little weird, but the thing is, is we're in the service industry, so we should not be afraid of people. And we, sh- you know, uh, we just shouldn't. I mean, we should, we should, every opportunity, no matter where you are, grocery store, whatever, be prepared to make that connection. Cause you just never know where a future client is going to be.
0: I say the story all the time when I go and I'm teaching, we have beauty schools that come mm-hmm. and i always tell them who wants to go from beauty school and open their own business and they raise their hands and I said, Oh, well why would they come to you? I said, let me tell you a story. I would have my business cards on me and I would walk up and say, Hi, my name is Stephanie. My skin was just like your skin. I would hand them my card. I would love to help you. And their first response would always be, Oh, what's wrong with my face? Right. I'd take my card right back, put it in my pocket. I'm so sorry for bothering you. Have a great day. Like the art of talking to people mm-hmm. as an esthetician nope. is
1: a lost science it is it doesn't it doesn't have to be though you know i i'm not quite sure um how to well i am sure i mean the only way to really uh move through any soft skills or uh, emotional intelligence is to do it we, yeah. can't, we can't read about it yeah we have to do it now we grew up that way we did because we had neighbors helping you know now a neighbor can't get involved because you know but so we had we had a little bit different you know communication however it doesn't it doesn't stop us from practicing you know and I think that's the thing especially when
0: I might go into my next question you know I'm a good segue mm-hmm. so Why would you suggest an esthetician to actually work with an esthetician coach and you like them when they're small to get them large versus coming into a large business and trying to get them to do what they were supposed to do when they were small? Because I've heard you speak about that many times where it's not a easy feat to walk into an existing business that does not have SOPs, that does not have all these parameters in place. But if you start with a smaller company and you help them grow in that way, it's a lot more rewarding for you. Why is that?
1: Um, It's rewarding when the esthetician owner like gets it. And, and they take action. And then all of a sudden, there's just like this massive growth. That's what's rewarding to me. And then they come and thank me. But I'm like, oh, no, it was all you. You were open to the guidance and you were open to the coaching, but you actually did it. Wow. You know, so I, I do. It is rewarding to see that because but, you know, I've also learned, too, that not everyone is my client. And so I'd rather work with people that are coachable. And so how do you know? Well, I mean, what was the first part of your question again? <laughs> I Why do you I'm suggest really... an esthetician
0: to work with an aesthetic coach when they are small and you grow yeah. them to being big versus you walking into a big existing yes. business and trying yeah. to coach them for things they
1: didn't do when they were smaller? You know, there's just different things that you'd have to focus on. So if you you know if I, if someone came to me and they're small um and and they're looking for that growth, I can save them a whole lot of pain and suffering in a lot of different areas um just through the things that I went through and 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 uh you know and giving them that guidance there where that to me just shaves off hours and hours of time and energy and frustration of like, oh my gosh, I wish I would have talked to you sooner. Now with somebody bigger, um, you know, and backpedaling a little bit, you know, there is what I call operation cleanup, Mm. but it, it, you know, and again, that person is coachable because maybe, maybe there's some people on the team that don't need to be there anymore. Let's talk about that. Oh boy. Yeah. It's a big one.
0: I mean, it's a big one. Let's talk about that. Cause I think you have told me many times as well, that the way you hire is the way your business will be. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's yeah. such a hard thing for people, especially even me to hear. Yeah. Because you have a true, tried and true plan. This is how you hire. If you don't hire this way, it ain't go work. And I never have heard anybody say that.
1: Honest to God, literally, this is true story. And I don't know if this owner is going to be listening, but okay. My niece just wanted an interview yesterday. Oh. 10 minute interview and they hired her. I said, right now she's in aesthetic school. So I really wanted her to, and she's living with me. So I really wanted her to get a job in the spa environment so she can get. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'll help you. I trained all my front desk team so I'll make you look like a girl. I'll help you and so she went on the interview got 15 minutes early da-da-da-da, and in and out in 10 minutes and the woman hired her I said what questions did she ask I'm very curious oh did you do you have customer service skills and one other that was just I don't know. Like, how do you know in 10 minutes? Like, you don't, you know what I'm saying? Some people, some people might think that they know in 10 minutes, but I will tell you, I fell down as a spa owner. It was a hard, hard lesson for me to learn that the people that I brought on the bus was a reflection of my hiring. I mean, it was a, you know, (sighs) So there is a process, you know, and if we just trust that process and we're not hiring emotionally. Wow. Would you say
0: that a lot of estheticians hire emotionally? Do you think it's more out of a desperation because they need so much help and not a tactical move? Because that's what you told me. You were like, you can't be emotional hiring. And it's not that I'm
1: emotional, but it's more of there's so much work. There's so much work. Right. Well, if we're honest, our business is emotional to us, right? It is. Oh, God. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. personal to us. So yes. we're making it personal. We just need to take a step back and uh, trust a hiring process. So I have a whole process, it's got five just... steps to it. But uh, listen, I had to create that because I needed it. Yeah. And you know what? When people are like, and I've coached people, they're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm on step three. This is, it's looking good. La la Four, step four. Yay, Maxine. Texting me, this is great. I love this person. Da da da. Uh huh. Okay, get to step five. La la la. They text me. They're like, not a good fit. Could you not? And I'm like, okay, this is good. You know what? I'm proud of you for trusting the process, and that you put your faith in the process. And you didn't do it emotionally. You didn't hire emotionally. So and your
0: program then is mm-hmm. you take emotions completely out of it. Cause I think that's the problem. I think mm-hmm. l- we're going to go back to the beginning. Why okay. people need you as well. We are not taught how to hire. We're not taught how to lead. We're not taught how to own and work and run. So when it comes to hiring, we hire emotionally well, there's no, we don't, you have the platform. I've looked at it. Disclaimer, Maxine has how many, how many master classes in your back end? You took me back there. My eyes crossed. I thought I had a lot. You have so many amazing programs for estheticians in your coaching business.
1: Yeah, I do. You know what, Stephanie, and that, you, you. know, working one-on-one uh, with somebody as a VIP client and giving them that customized Uh, approach is what they really love but we can uncover a lot in a strategy call and a strategy meeting to really that's some of my favorite work right there is to customize where are you right now and these are your next steps because a lot of owners don't really they're just like a little hamster and they're doing and they're working and they they really don't no i mean they know why they're working obviously we bills we have this we have that we want to make money we know that the end goal is we want to make money and we want to be profitable we just don't know how to put all of it together so we're not resentful of our business mm. because that could that's a reality where all of a sudden we're, we don't have boundaries in place we don't have certain things that's a whole nother that's a whole nother podcast but um and then we don't have like super operating procedures that i put together because it, again we're just putting the faith and the trust in the systems to hold us accountable we have a training tool for for our team now and we have a structure for our clients you know but we have to do it first and i think oh wow when i think when um and i coach this but people want to come. They're like, okay, well, I want to delegate this out and this, I need a social. And like, no, you need to do it first. Yes, you do. You need to know how to, and you and I talk about this. Yes. You want to know how to get good at copywriting. You gotta, you gotta do the right. Yep. You want to be good at hiring. Then we'll get you some, we'll get you some test subjects. Like we'll go through the applications and you know, maybe you wouldn't really hire them, but we're gonna, we're gonna invite them in for an interview. To practice. Yeah. Because it's important, we gotta. We just have to go through the, the motions, and we have to see what it feels like. So we get the confidence. That's all it is. It's getting the confidence with the structure, the accountability, and knowing that. I don't know. Like I, the way I do it is, I I feel like I position myself on your team. You know, where it's not. I'm not separate. I I, I really feel like I'm on. I like your, that. Yeah, I like that and and that you know that is some of my favorite that's some of my favorite so and and that's why we moved from we have so much in our inner circle membership and that's why we moved from all of those master classes like 70 that a lot of them are evergreen. Some we could probably weed out and we are, but now we're doing the weekly coaching because people need more of that guidance, yeah. right? Well, I did this class, but let's talk about this class. Right. Let's talk about it again. Right. And, and, and how do I do this? Cause I'll give you the how to, but then sometimes we aren't natural marketers, but we need to learn to be.
0: We do. We do.
1: You know, and, you know, and so we, we got to be able to switch out the hats until we're able to afford to bring certain people on our team, whether it's social media, CPA, front debt, whatever, whatever it is. And, and we got to do it first because we got to be really clear on our messaging.
0: Wow. Now I have spoken a lot about your inner circle and a lot of the successful estheticians that are doing really big things that have their head down. And, you Mm -hmm. know, everyone, when I put that reel up on Instagram, people were like, Oh, can I join Maxine's group? No, you can't just join a group. This isn't a group thing. Like there's action you, you, you got to do some action before you get there, but you do, you have a lot of folks in your circle doing really big things, buying buildings and multiple hydrofacials and
1: all of those things that we don't see. Yeah. Because we're taught, and this is, you know, and I don't mind giving this little tidbit, but we're, we're, we're focusing on a lot of little stuff, you know, even my niece who's like, Oh my God, I want to do it all. I'm like, Oh no, 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 no. Like, I said learn it all in school but we can't do it all at, at, you, you you know there is going to be you know in my new accelerator program the next class is like we're going to be doing like a service menu audit because that we, we can't we can't be everything to everyone you know don't be afraid to step into your niche and own your expertise and be that go-to person for whatever hydrofacial, microcurrent, waxing. Oh my god, there's so much resi- there's so much money in waxing. Right. And you know, that's how I started. That's how I started. I made it through two recessions. Brazilian I wax. Absolutely. Waxing. I, I, hell, that's what we do.
0: No, and I think that's the thing that I love about your inner circle, the way you've gathered estheticians together that you have that they've been able to keep their head down You guys aren't in their drama. There's no drama in there. Ain't nobody talking about who said what. We're not talking about what they saw here or what's happening on TikTok. Those women in there are so focused and you are constantly refocusing them. And I think that level of accountability is something that people want, but they're so afraid because they don't know how, right? It can be intimidating to actually say, I need an esthetician coach, right? And I think your way of connecting takes away that intimidation because you do have such a very simple way of getting people in and saying, you have to realize that at this point you need help.
1: Mm -hmm. Honestly, Stephanie, it's a mindset. So if you can just reframe your mindset Mm -hmm. to, to get the help, like, let's just say you're stuck at a certain revenue per month. Right. And, you know, so right now we're moving people from 20,000, 30,000, 40, 50, 60,000 a month. And how are we doing that? We're thinking bigger. We're open to ideas. We're open to the coaching. And, you know, I do, we do pride ourselves on the content, but I think coming in and getting to know us because now we have three coaches um is and each one specializes in 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 certain things and uh and you can sign up for all of it in the membership you you could sign up for weekly coaching uh every week and that's just included on top of all the material because we want to make sure that you have the guidance and we want to create that safe space for us to get on zoom see everyone's everyone's you know face and and, and, and just feel like we're sitting around the kitchen table talking, but it's, it's, it's productive. Yeah. You know, it's productive and um, you know, and so, yeah, we've, we've created something pretty special and, you know, I think interviewing a few different coaches and seeing where, who you resonate with and where yeah. your values align with. Yeah, uh, is really important, and I think it's really important to partner with a coach who's been where you want to go. Oh, I do. I do agree with that. I do agree with that. I have had a spa. I had a team of nineteen employees, not 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 ten ninety nines. I just want to be clear: there were employees, and you know, I had hair stations. I had three treatment rooms that all double shifted, and and you know, and I think. I think that's important. And I started off solo. A little teeny salon with no running. Well, I had running water, but I had, you know, those five-gallon jugs. I had to go empty into the toilet at that. I mean, seriously, like, I started off after the department store and moved around. And, you know, as a solo. And so, and then had, you know, I always had the vision of owning my own spa. So, you know, that, um, and I have some... I have some mistakes that I made there that I that's why people are buying buildings, right? I I I did a hundred thousand dollar build out in a friggin' rental. I I totally in a lease in a lease. I know, like it was you know. But you, it. but you know what? These mistakes or failure, learning
0: whatever, lessons.
1: They are so that that right there. I'm like. I'm I'm like, you wouldn't renovate an apartment. Why did I do that then? Because I didn't have, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I was doing my best with what I knew. And I should have got, I got a coach after that, but it was already after the build out.
0: Oh, and I think that's the thing that we don't talk about. You know, when you even have successful businesses that are in the seven and eight figures, they don't tell to say anything in our industry about coaching. They don't say that they, that they were guided to that. Yeah, we love to accolade and say, I got to this figure. No, there was help there,
1: you know. And it didn't happen overnight. No, God. So you might not see all the in between. And And we don't, I think for you, especially, and I've
0: been in your group, you have so many ladies that are in in different places in the business, but they don't mind sharing mistakes Mm -hmm. and they don't mind sharing when they're proud of something from Mm -hmm. where they came to how they got there. That's mm. the one thing I love about your inner circle is that they're so open. Like even even me, when I was in there, I was like, "Dang, she bought a building, like a home? <laughs> yeah, Look, I'm over it. here. Like I tell my husband, I'm like Rudy, she bought yeah a building. And then when the other one that bought two lasers and two hydrafacials, I'm like, "She bought them." Mm-hmm. And Rudy's like, "Is that a big deal? That's a huge deal. That's a big deal to have that. Own it. It's yours. There's no lease payments." that's a big deal. And I think that if we could cultivate that and get more estheticians to understand not everyone is suffering, not everyone was affected by the pandemic, and not everybody's going to be affected by the recession, it would change the way our industry is. Because we don't have enough spaces the way you've cultivated that inner circle. I love it. I think it's such a, a warm place. I think the women are really amazing. And if I... Fifteen years ago, would I had an inner circle? I definitely would have been in a different space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you say for even you?
1: Oh, for sure. And I remember when I invested in my coach, and I was already in the thick. So I was that big person. <laughs> oh my god! And then that poor coach, who's a really good friend of mine today, um, was doing her best, but I was already like. I, you know, I was, you know, but, and then back then, you know, that was a, a pretty steep investment per month. And I had to sign a year contract, which, you know, I mean, she pulled me out of the weeds um, pretty well. But, you know, so I do love working with people small, but because I was that big one that then got help, I was like, Oh man, and I saw a lot of the mistakes, you know. Yeah, well, nineteen employees—that's a big team. Mm-hmm. And there's people that needed to go, you know. And so that, you know, and then, you know, and then I started to see the other true colors of other other people that you know needed to go. And then who this, who the real dynamos were, and and you know, but it, yeah, so. Having another set of eyes, a coach is like coming into your business and shining a spotlight into the dark corners of your business that you don't want to look at and going, All right, see that right there? <laughs> and but, but that's it. And I love doing that and exposing that so we shed a little bit of light so we can. Uh, we know what, what to do, What we know what to do next, or what that owner's willing to do, if they're willing to. Because I've worked with people that you know, I worked with this one girl, I remember, so I was her third coach, and so we, we got a little bit into it, and and I was like, oh, we're talking about an employee, and she goes, oh, yeah, well, yeah, I've needed to fire her for three years, and all the coaches said so, and I go, oh, well, that's the first thing we're going to do. Oh, <laughs> oh. And we did it together. And I will tell you what, Stephanie, just knowing that she had, I don't know, the support. What or do you whatever, mean you did it
0: together? How?
1: What did that look meaning like? Meaning that I was supporting her and coaching her how to do it. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just coaching her how to do it and making her feel like confident and knowing that she wasn't doing anything wrong, anything like that. But let me tell you what that did is it opened her whole business up after she let that person go, because that toxicity was affecting two other people there. And then she's since then expanded and she's got just a thriving, beautiful location and the energy just lifted. And, and she's like, wow. And I said, I wasn't going to say it, you know, three years too long, but she saw it. She knew And, um, you know, so yeah, I mean, when you, I mean, it's just like a, no different than a service that's not serving us anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, you know, get rid of it and make, make room and energy for what you really have that passion to do and want to do, you know? So it's, there's similar formulas across the board in the business. They're very similar. Hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Now you guys know Maxine and I could talk forever. Look, we went over our little 30 minutes. We were supposed to only be for 30 minutes. We went to 40 minutes. Anyway, Maxine is going to be speaking. She will have a booth. She will have her team there. You guys can come and and just really get down to the nitty gritty with her. And I'm excited for you to meet her in person because you need to ask those questions so she can give you the truth. Mm Hmm. That's the one thing that I think the level of accountability that you provide, just like you said, now I helped to fire somebody,
1: some people, we need that. You do. You need to know that it's okay.
0: Yes.
1: You need to know you're not doing anything wrong. Yes. You need to know that you have to stand up for your business. And if it means letting somebody go to stand up for your business and to create a positive culture for everyone else you know, then it's going to be okay.
0: You got to do it. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Maxine will be at her summit and she will be at my summit and you guys will be able to ask her all those questions. And I can't wait for you to see her on stage. She's going to blow your mind just like she did mine.
1: Oh, all right. See you soon. Bye.